Welcome to the I Work For Him Power Pod. I'm Michael Miracle, producer for I Work For Him, the voice of the faith and work movement. We are on mission to transform the workplace of every Christian into a mission field. Each quick listening power pod is designed with you in mind and jam-packed with kingdom resources to help you connect your faith and work. How will this impact your workplace? Let's find out right now. You know, most people spend the largest portion of their day at work. However, despite our commitments to our jobs, many people are disengaged and they're searching for more. They just they just want more to life. Add this to the struggle of the constant pressure to keep your faith out of the office, and you have a formula for Christian confusion and complacency related to work. Enter Craig McAndrews. He wrote a practical guide to living out your faith in your work, and he's here to share with us today. The name of the book is Soul Purpose, Inc. Craig McAndrews, welcome to I Work For Him. Oh, thanks so much. I appreciate you guys uh, having me on the show. So being in your early, early 30s when that really happened, you were already in the workforce. Um, what? How Did you have to do anything in order to understand that there was a connection between your faith and your work? Or did that naturally um, change as a, as a result of the change in your life? Yeah, you know, it, it, it didn't naturally change. But really what God used is God used a guy who discipled me. I mean, shortly after I surrendered my life to Christ, I met this guy. He was a real estate guy. He was an older guy. So I thought, well, this would be great to spend time with him for networking is what I thought. <laughs> um, but he had a different he had a different mindset. Um, and, uh, you know, his mindset was all come directly from Second Timothy 2 2. You know, what you hear from me, teach others so they can teach others also. And he showed up at my office every Friday. We talked about life, and he would always, at the end of the conversation, point to the Bible, something in the Bible that had to do with what we had talked about that whole time. And the Bible came to life for me. And he brought his faith into his work, and I just thought that that's what you did as a Christian. Quite frankly, I didn't know any better. He just modeled it so well for me mm. that uh, that the dots were connected pretty early in my Christian walk. What a beautiful gift that he came into your life. That is so great. So was he, do you know, was he actually following someone's guideline for that, or was it something that the Lord just really prompted him to do in your in his life? No, he was following the same thing. I asked him at one point in time, you know, how did you know to do this? And he yeah. said, because I surrendered my life to Christ and a guy did that for me. Oh, so and, and and we talked about that guy and he, I said, well, how did he know how to do it? He said, well, he surrendered his life to Christ and a guy did that with him. Uh-huh. Um, and, uh, <laughs> and, awesome. and you're like, aha, okay, I guess that, that whole multiplication thing is really how God does work. Amen. That's great. I decided that first summer after uh, I had left my career to write a book, and and it was based on a Bible study that I had taught uh, a number of years ago. The book's called Enlisted, um, and it's about just being a soldier for Christ and and, and what that what that means. And so that was kind of my first cut at writing, and I really liked it. And so as I still had a little bit more time in between the school year, I remember sitting down and praying a lot about, Lord, what do you want me to do next? And literally just in that moment, it's like, well, you need to write about faith at work. My entire faith story really unfolded at work. Um, you know, I, I didn't know Jesus and then came to know him during this period of time that I owned my own company, and that brought its own challenges. I learned how to uh, rely on God for provision during a season where I lost my job. 
uh, and and was kind of struggling on what I was going to do next. And then I really learned how to wait right. on God when my career was unfolding. So mm -hmm. it was just like, it just made so much sense to tackle this topic of faith and work. So speaking of practical things, then um, talk to our listeners about that. So, you know, what are some of the practical things that you bring into it that help them living out their faith at work? Yeah, I mean, uh, things like purposeful prayer. Uh, I think that's one of the chapters in the book is oftentimes people will pray in general for an opportunity with somebody or in general for Lord, help me to be your light today. And, and God can honor and deliver on any prayer a person prays. But I think to pray for Bill in the cubicle next to me, that today I might have a chance to have a conversation with him about something of faith is a purposeful prayer that I think is, is something that any of us can do. Mm -hmm. um, I have something in there about courageous conversations. You know, I think a lot of times we want to reflect Jesus, but then saying those first words of, hey, can I share with you something that I heard at church this weekend? Or, hey, can I tell you something that God's been doing in my life recently to see if it connects with you at all? Or, hey, can I pray for you about that situation that you were just telling me about that sounds like you're really struggling with it? I think those are some practical things that um, any of us can do if we if we are willing to let God work in them. You know, Craig, when I was going through this process, you, you said in, in the last segment, hey, your faith really unfolded at work. I mean, it really, it really developed at work. And as the Lord laid on my own heart on how to live out your faith in your work, it started with prayer, learning how to pray for my coworkers and employees by name each and every day. And I've developed, we've developed this thing called the I Work for Him Nation, which is just all about what are the steps that God led me through? And it started with prayer for the people that I worked alongside, serving them over and above what your job required you to do, and looking for ways to befriend people outside of the workplace because that's where real relationships can build because it's all about the relationship. Then looking to pray with people when you notice they're having a rough day, but all along being a person of excellence. That's what we call the I Work for Him Nation. That's really what you're talking about in your book. It's just that those that purposeful attitude of, of, of recognizing living out your faith in your work. So speaking of working alongside of students um, in a university setting, we know that the, the current student generation um, is really searching and wanting authenticity and also um, for there to be real purpose in what they're doing. So how do you see this conversation helping that generation specifically as far as, you know, if they're looking for purpose in their work, they're going to school to learn how to do that work. How are you able to tie that together for them? Yeah, the, you know, the students today are... Um, I think they struggle most, at least my students, as I see them, they struggle most with identity. Mm. You know, who am I? Social media has, has for, for the many good things that it can create, I think it's wrecked a little bit of who I should be, because pretty much everybody out there is telling them who they should be or your life should look like this. And so to me, the recipe for pointing to the purpose of your work in glorifying Christ and sharing the gospel of Jesus with others, there's never been a better time to bring that message to the forefront because I think that even students who you know they might work part-time jobs but they've watched their parents and they've seen people put a lot into their work and f get to that point of yeah is this really all there is mm -hmm. and that is such a, a an invitation to step in and say no 
it doesn't have to be that way. Let me show you how God lines out the purpose for our work. And when we start to think about how we can share Jesus with others and, you know, you're changing somebody's eternal address, potentially. I mean, when you get your mind around that, that you can have an impact on somebody for all of eternity, purpose is just the volume of it is cranked up to 10 to do something like that inside of your uh, inside of your work so i think the the the, uh, opportunity for the message is so so uh, available today so craig you've got a chapter titled showing faith before sharing faith why i think my own experience has been that a lot of times people are they want to just talk about their faith. They will get this message of evangelism, and then they want to go out and talk about Jesus. Do you know Jesus? And and But then when at times you look at their life, it's like, yeah, but you got to practice the principles that Christ calls us to live before pointing people to Christ at times. I mean, I, I worked, and I share a couple stories in the book, but I worked with people who said, you know, Christ is who I follow, but they way that they conducted themselves in the business environment was very opposite, I think, mm-hmm. of what Christ calls us to do. And and I think we have to stay sensitive to that. I think reflecting who Christ is first opens up the door to then be able to share your faith and why you handle things the way that you handle it, pointing it all back to Jesus. Mm-hmm. You mentioned a story in your book that I really loved. You, you, you mentioned that when you work with Mattress Firm, you had the opportunity to attend a whole bunch of events because the, you're, like the, you were focused on your nonprofit efforts were focused on foster care and helping kids in foster care and that kind of thing. And yet you missed the opportunity, you had regrets because you missed the opportunity many times to attend events supporting foster kids in the area. You opted out. You expressed regret. Tell, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, I think when, when I... <clears throat> When I look back on those, I, I mean, I opted out because we had so many things always going on in our organization, and my time with my family was a was a real priority. So in that case, you think, well, okay, hey, you make the right decision. But at the same time, I think the when those events like that are happening and people are out there serving others, I think it's such a rich environment to be able to bring the gospel message into that space. It's like, you know, doors are often closed on hearts. But then companies today, they're doing so much work out in their communities. When people step out of their communities, I think that cracks the door a little bit to talk about, you know, why are you doing this? Well, I want to help others. Well, where do you think that sense comes from? I think it's such a rich platform for talking about the gospel of Jesus Christ. And, you know, the one who said, I came to serve and not be served. I mean, you know, people love that. But oftentimes people don't know who said it, where it came from. Mm -hmm. So really quick, talk to the audience, Greg, before we run out of time. People that are struggling, they want their family, they want their faith to be a priority, their family to be a priority, their their wife if they're married, or their husband if they're married, and then their kids, and then work. And work is constantly competing with those other things. How did did you find a balance? How, how How do you suggest that they find a balance to attend great events like that but not neglect their family? Well... Uh, this, my own opinion, so Gospel of McAndrews, but there is no such thing as balance yep. uh, when it comes to uh, working in uh, in God's economy. Because balance suggests no tension. No tension doesn't point us to God. That actually points us to independence. We'll be a little bit independent. If everything's going well, it's like, okay, I got this. And so I think inside the tension is where we go, Lord, what in the world? How do I do this? And, and I think the place to right. always 
start is prayer when you are feeling that That's right. tension. That's right. I've, I've asked God so many times to supernaturally <clears throat> redeem my time in doing things, <laughs> helping me to be able to do these things today that That's I right. know I cannot do, and he does. Craig McAndrews, thanks for being on I Work For Him today and sharing your book, Soul Purpose, Inc. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. You've been listening to I Work For Him with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers, our workplace. It's our mission field, but ultimately, I, I work for him. Thank you for listening to the I Work For Him Power Pod with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. Want more? Hear the full broadcast at IWorkForHim.com. Stay connected and receive power pack content when you sign up for our blog at IWorkForHim.com or follow us on social media at IWorkForHim. And finally, if today's message inspired you, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast platform. Your review helps launch more workplace missionaries across the nation. That's at I Work For Him and online, IWorkForHim.com.